Lisa Kay, connecting the community on Talk of the Town. Well, welcome back to Talk of the Town. We have got a guest on the phone with us today. I certainly love it when my guests come in studio, and once in a while we're lucky enough to get them in here. Today on the phone, though, we want to make sure that you know about this because uh, this concert is coming up on Sunday, November 5th at Trinity Chapel, Bethany Lutheran College, and we have Mankato Symphony Orchestra's Richard Belcher with us, and Richard is the Music on the Hill Artistic Director. Richard, it's been a little while since I've talked to you. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Yeah, well, it's nice to nice to chat with you again. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming back on and telling us a little bit about this very first Music on the Hill for the season. Um, I guess one of my first questions is, I took a look at uh, your playlist, as the case may be, but what? Yep. Uh, how do you go about choosing what you're going to be doing in this chamber series? Oh, uh, that's one of the most fun parts of, of my role, uh, is putting together pieces that I think will make a nice balanced program. Uh, you have to be aware of timings and things like that. Um, and you also want to get a nice contrast um, between, the, between the various pieces. But then if you can also find some sort of thread that connects them, that is, I, I like that. You don't have to do that, but that's something that I like to, I like to try and do. Um, as well as finding uh, a balance of pieces that perhaps are very well known and loved and something that might not be known at all, um, and even composers who might not be known at all. So it's kind of fun um, looking around, uh, trying to discover new pieces or you know pieces that I wasn't aware of and that I think that the audience will like, hopefully will like. <laughs> well, I know that um, chamber music is, is a smaller group. It's not the full yep. symphony orchestra. How do you mm-hmm. go about choosing who you're going to have and come perform with? I notice you're going to be performing as well, not just the artistic director. Yep. So this is a, a labor of love for you. How do you, do you choose your friends? Do you choose other artists that you know that you perform well with? Yeah, that's a, also a great question. It's, that is also a balance. Um, uh, chamber music is something I've done for a long time. It was my that was my primary career was uh, playing in a string quartet, um, and so for twenty years I did that. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, so it's it's something that I really love, and it's great to have the opportunity to then delve into chamber music that isn't just string quartet, um, even though I still love that. Um, so, yeah, you want to find, well, I want to find a balance. Um, the venue that we play at, Bethany Lutheran College, uh, Trinity Chapel has an absolutely amazing Steinway piano. <laughs> and so I love whenever I get the opportunity to use piano um, in the group. I think it's just such a great instrument in uh in whatever venue, it would be a great instrument. But in that particular venue, it's it's a beautiful acoustic, nice and warm, but bright and lively. So it's really fun to play that. So there are a lot of um, piano trios. A lot of composers go to uh, string quartet and piano trio. Um, they, You'll see lots of composers have written um, a lot of works for those uh, groups, that type of um, instrumentation. Um, but then later in the season, <coughs> instead of just having strings and piano, I really wanted to include wind and wind instruments. So we're doing a concert in January 
that features the flute section from Mankato Symphony Orchestra. Oh. And the, so three flutists, three different flutists will play three different pieces. Um, so that's going to be a, a really exciting concert, um, featuring a lot of members of the of Mankato Symphony Orchestra. Well, I so hope, that, that's also something I'm really looking forward to. I hope that you'll come back and talk about that as we get a little bit closer. But I know with this one, well, and we should mention yeah. uh, when you talk about um, you know finding people to play with, that mm-hmm. you are a Grammy-nominated uh, uh, cellist. And so um, it's pretty incredible to have the talent coming right here to us. But you're bringing some other talent to us. Can you kind of introduce us to some of the artists that are going to be performing with you? Yeah, um, I'll just focus on this upcoming concert. There are two just wonderful uh, Minnesota-based musicians. Matthew McCright is uh, just a terrific pianist. Um, And uh, on the website, the Music on the Hill uh, through Mankato Symphony website, you'll you'll be able to see a write-up of um, he has worked with so many new composers. It's really, that's a particular... Um, thing that he has done a lot of and I think that just opens your mind so much um, seeing how music is created and being a sort of partner in the creation uh, process I think he's just a a really interesting and fantastic pianist to work with Um, so I think just a chance to hear him um, is worth coming along um, by itself Mm -hmm. Um, and then uh, violinist uh, Francesca Andereg, who I've loved playing with for, for several years. We've done trios, and I've always loved playing with her. There, are, Yeah, there are some musicians when you play with, you just get a good connection, and um, it's like friendships, um, but through music. You know, sometimes you just hit it off with some people, and, and there's a nice rapport that you have, and you understand the way that you work together, and... Um, Again, she's just a, a phenomenal instrumentalist and wonderful musician. So it's a treat to work with with both these uh, wonderful players. Um, so, yeah, it's it's going to be exciting from, from that side of things, just being able to play with two great people like that. Um, but also I'm really excited about the repertoire in particular for mm-hmm. this concert. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, when, when putting the program together... So we, the three of us actually played, we've done a couple of concerts together um, as a trio in the last year or two um, with a program very similar to this program. Um, so the, the, main, um, the main body of the program is the Dvorak uh, Dumki Trio, which is probably his most famous piano trio um, and certainly one of his most well-loved uh, chamber music pieces, um, if not pieces just in general. Um, it's an amazing piece. He wrote it uh, just before he, he came to the United States to work with the New York Philharmonic. Um, and he, he played it. Uh, the premiere was so successful. He was playing the piano part, um, and it was so successful. He took it on a tour of, I think it was 40 cities mm. um, around... Um, I don't know if actually who would count as cities these days, but around Moravia and <laughs> Bohemia. Um, but yeah, amazing uh, to play to play it forty times in a, in a tour just before he came out to the states. Um, 
because it was so loved. Um, and it, it's just, it's cl- such classic Dvorak. If you're a fan of Dvorak and don't know this piece, you've got to come along and hear it. It's, um, it's got all the hallmarks, uh, such signature harmony and rhythm and beautiful melodies. Um, Dumki is a, <coughs> excuse me, a, dum- a Dumka is a Ukrainian term for a sort of an epic ballad um, and it, that often flip between uh, quite quick um, quick music and then slow, sad um, sections. And uh, so there are six different dum key that make up this trio. Um, mm, okay. And it, so it just undulates uh, between moods and it's just, it's a lot of fun to play as well as to listen to. And that kind of, um, that's pretty much why the second uh, piece, Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody, <laughs> is on. Because it's kind of like a miniature version of Dvorak's trio. Okay. Um, you know, it's the, the the epic ballad right there. Um, um, and that is so much fun to play. It's a fantastic arrangement by an Australian composer, Nicholas Buke. Um and it works so well for piano trio. I mean, it's great music. So I think it, you always know when a piece is really good, when it gets arranged in different settings and it w- still works really well. Right. The, the lyrical writing sort of lends itself really well to strings. And the, the original has a lot of piano in it as well. So you can hear that come through. Um, and that's just really good fun to play. And, you know, you can close your eyes a little bit and pretend that you're a rock star (laughs) (laughs) six or seven minutes it's kind of fun so yeah we've had a, a great time playing that and now, more Talk of the Town with Lisa Kay. Mankato Symphony Orchestra's Richard Belcher, the Music on the Hill Artistic Director, joins us on Talk of the Town today. We're talking about the concert that's coming up on November 5th at Trinity Chapel. And Richard, tell us about the other piece, the final piece here. The the first piece on the program is by the composer Gabriella Lena Frank. And she's just a, a terrific composer that I've known of. I haven't worked with her directly, but... For a long time, we've got a lot of... I have a lot of friends who know her. Um, and she's she's a great composer. I played a string quartet of hers um, just a year or two ago, and it was so fun. Um, really challenging to play. This, is, uh, this piece for trio is all um, folk songs um, from Peru, which is her mother's homeland. Okay. And it's just a really beautiful mix of... Uh, lyrical music, um, fun, playful music. Um, yeah, each movement, there are four different movements. Um, the first one, I haven't been to Peru, but there's a, a very famous church there, the Maria Angola Church um, in the highlands of Peru. And apparently there's a, a massive bell at this church mm. um, that can be heard 30 kilometers away, apparently, mm. um, which is kind of... Um, wouldn't want to be the bell ringer for that, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can hear um, the sort of bell-like quality to the music at the beginning, um, and the second movement is all—it's uh, um, called children's dance, and it's all about kids playing in the streets with wooden toys, maybe wooden llamas, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that sort of thing. And then the third one is a 
uh, it's sort of an impression of a guitar and vocal duo. Um, uh, there's a, an instrument that's it's like a small guitar called the banduria, and um, it would often play be played in pubs or restaurants and with a singer. Um, and so that's it's a really beautiful movement that one. Um, so the strings are imitating the the guitar, and um, yeah, it's very hmm. uh, atmospheric movement. And then there's a really fun, um, well, interesting last movement that um, that sort of uh, refers back to Peru's pre-Inca um, time. Okay. So uh, it's based on very old um, themes. Yeah. So we're so going to be. I guess it's a little more than a nutshell, but. <laughs> oh, I what, love it! I I love hearing the uh, descriptions before you you go and experience it because it just means mm. so much more. You can you tend to understand it a little bit more, or you're listening for the things that you're talking about, which. Uh, right, right. It's really important for understanding. Uh, once again, this is Bohemian Rhapsody Music on the Hill coming Sunday, November 5th at Trinity Chapel at Bethany Lutheran College. Now, is um, is Matthew excited to play on the Steinway? Has he done that before at this particular location? I don't think he's played this particular Steinway <laughs> yet, um, but I've told him about it, and I think he's excited. Right, yeah, right. And I'm sure he'll want to be back after he's after he's played it. It's funny. Every single pianist that I've um, I've asked is, asked to play has been, oh yeah, I've heard about that Steinway. If they haven't yet, but, and then after they've played it, they're like, yeah, it's really good. Yes, we'll come so, back and play that then, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, what kind of skills does it take to move from uh, like the chamber orchestra to like a, a symphonic work back and forth that I'm sure all of you do? Um, is yeah. Different skills musically or socially. Uh, are there differences? Yeah, there are. Um, it's it's interesting. So, um, when you're playing in a in a chamber group, typically you're the only one playing your particular part. So, in for this case, I'm I'm the only cellist, and so I've got my own line, and that's different than playing in, for example, the St. Paul Chamber Orchestra, which is my that's the day job, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, so there are four of us in the cello section there. So when I'm playing in that, um, I need to be blending with the other cellists. And as a unit, we are uh, often actually playing similar lines or the same line as the bassoons or the bass, double bass. So we're creating that line together. So you have to sort of give yourself to the to the section and um, there's still a lot of room for expression, and you have to still be be contributing like that. But it's just a different, slightly different role. You, it's much more as a team um, compared to chamber music, where you really need each voice to have its distinct quality. You've got to know when to bring out a line that might be important melodically, or you know if it's in the background to make sure you're out of the way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's really fun to, to mix it up and do different things. And now, more Talk of the Town with Lisa Kay. My guest on Talk of the Town, and just a reminder, Richard Belcher, the Music on the Hill Artistic Director with Mankato Symphony Orchestra. 
a chamber music concert coming up on November 5th. Well, I'm glad that you bring all of that experience down to us as well, because we've got the, the, the symphony orchestra that plays, of course, and then you're in charge of, of the chamber music uh, here. Yeah. When, when you take something uh, like the Bohemian Rhapsody, which was composed for, I assume, like a full symphony orchestra of some sort, and then you, you have to break it down. You said it was composed um, or arranged by, by somebody else. When, yep. when they're arranging that, how do they choose which instruments? Well, That's, yeah, great question. Um, some, of it, some of it would be much easier than other parts. <coughs> Excuse me. Some parts would be much easier to figure that out. Um, but that's where the, the individuality of the arranger can come out. And so if you gave that if you ask 10 different composers to arrange that song for piano trio, you would get 10 very different versions. Sure. Um, and, you know, that it's its own skill, um, being an arranger. Um, it's a different skill than being just a composer. Um, <clears throat> I'm neither an arranger nor a composer, so <laughs> I can't speak from experience, but I know from playing... Um, great arrangements. Um, it can make it, it. Sometimes it can transform something into its own kind of incredible new piece. Um, other times, it will sort of recreate something in just the right way. And if it's not done well, um, you know, maybe it'll be unrecognizable. Sure. Um, you certainly hope that won't happen. But um, this is a great arrangement. It. So you want someone. Uh, or the, you want the arrangement to really be uh, done in a way that it fits the instrument. So um, what I'm playing on the cello feels natural to play on the cello, and uh, you know, um, and you want the piano part to to not be. You don't want it to be too thin or anything like that. You want mm -hmm. to fill fill out the harmony a lot, and and yeah, that it's just. Different arrangers will pick different things to focus on um, in making an arrangement, and uh, yeah. Well, I'm sure. I, as I think everyone will recognize this. Sure. <laughs> as the artistic director, then I'm sure that there's a little subjectivity in there where you, you choose something that sounds to you what you are looking for and for the instruments that you want included on those are there are there different arrangements that include different instruments and how did you um, choose I, this one you know i didn't look for any other arrangement okay. of, of the queen song um we first played it um matt uh, was aware of it and he found it and he programmed it somewhere and and we played it and i straight away thought this is a great yeah, arrangement. we can do that got to, <laughs> we've got to play this um for mankato and so that that's why that I'm sure there are other arrangements out there, but if you get got one that really works well, um, I didn't see any need to look elsewhere. Um, Perfect. Yeah. Well, no, it's fun. It's got a good cello part. I think the violin part's pretty cool too. So um, Francesca and I were are pretty happy playing it. <laughs> so yeah. It's good. So if we want to get tickets to this Music on the Hill performance, this is the very first Music on the Hill uh, chamber performance uh, coming up with Mankato Symphony Orchestra. Where do we go for tickets? What do we need to know, and how do we get there? MankatoSymphony.org. Um, you can find everything there, tickets, 
to the this concert on November 5th. You can get season uh, series passes. Um, you'll find all sorts of information. Um, you'll get information on the pieces that we're playing. There's a, a program um, that you can you can find all sorts of information on there. Um, so yeah, the Mankato Symphony website, mankatosymphony.org. All right, and I'm going to put that down in the show notes. If you're finding this on KTOE.com, you'll find all the information on the show notes. They also have a, it looks like there's a a QR code that you can use to get the um, program as well. Richard Belcher joining us today. He's the musical, uh, or the artistic director, I should say, for Music on the Hill with Mankato Symphony Orchestra. So good to have you on the show again. Looking forward to the performance. And, uh, you know, break a leg. Do we say that in the the music industry? Oh, that works. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Just don't break a string. Don't don't break a string. I like that one better. Richard, thank you so much for joining us on Talk of the Town today. Thank you. Thanks so much.